Every terrible thing you've ever heard about this movie is true. Anybody who tells you different needs to see a doctor. It's Baby Geniuses, this week on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema, where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, endearment is the name of the game. I'm Steven. I'm Matt. And we are finally back with a a new episode, new in the sense of it's not a re, it's not a not redo. Not a re-upload. It's, it's not, not a question a, and answer. Exactly. We're getting into a movie, and what a movie we're jumping back into. Here's the thing. We already did this movie. I thought I was done with it. We, yeah, we were happy. We were fine with it. Something got messed up with the audio, and we instead of the next week redoing it, we had to step back and take a few weeks to revisit it. For all of you, we felt it was it was necessary for us to jump back in with it today mm-hmm. to get it to you because we really feel like you should suffer with us. Yeah, this is purely a like suffering is the best word. Mm-hmm. Just because yesterday I watched this and. Was it Bratz that you said you constantly were checking the timeline of the movie to try, yeah. like, to see how much longer mm-hmm. it had left? Yeah. That was me, like, two minutes in. Yeah. And the whole time, I had my hands in my face, like, literally involuntary reactions. Like, mm-hmm. there, I wasn't, it wasn't performative. Yeah. I just, I, this movie was so painful to yeah. watch. Um, me, personally, uh, something that this movie had going for it, just a little bit over Bratz was I felt like it went by faster, um, which is funny because I've actually watched this um, not <laughs> not entirely three times, <laughs> but a funny story. Uh, when we were a few weeks ago, like the few weeks before we did mm-hmm. Baby Geniuses, we, were, we something fell through with one of the episodes we were going to do, and we hadn't decided yet on like what movie and it got to be Thursday yeah. and I needed to do my first viewing, but it could, but Matt was working out. So like his, his workout would have ended closer to six or at least yeah. he would have gotten to his phone closer to six. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to wait that long. So I just started baby geniuses and then Matt texted, Hey, can we like do this? And I was like, no, I called you. Yeah. 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 And I was an hour into baby <laughs> geniuses and he's like, Hey, can we do this movie? And I was like, <laughs> you took, realize I'm an hour into Baby Geniuses. Oh, now, man. Granted, I started. I was laughing. It's so not hard. his fault. No, I did it to myself. So <laughs> it's not Matt's fault. But um, whatever. I, I I had that hour viewing. I got through 45 minutes of it like the second time, mm-hmm. and then I just I I'm watched. Fine. I watched like 20 minutes of it yesterday. There so. there were a few times to where I watched it because I watched it obviously a couple times, and then I watched it again just mm-hmm. to get a refresher. And after like 30 minutes, I was like, am I good? I think I'm good. I don't think I need to watch this right. again. Because I was legitimately mad. Because it was one of those movies that I would have had no problem never seeing again. Yeah. Uh, because we watched it when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And I knew about it. And just knowing about it is enough. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I if I never had to watch that movie again, I'm totally fine. And I watched it three times for this show. And I was angry each time because I'm like, I could have been doing this. This is a complete waste of time. Mm -hmm. But you know what? We suffered through it so you don't have to. Yes. This is an altruistic effort for all of you. So So appreciate it. We are martyrs. Give us a lot of likes. We are saints. Give us five-star reviews. Yes, exactly. Where can they do that before we 
just rush okay. through this episode. You can, you can find us on Instagram. We're at Sucktastic Pod. You can find us on Twitter. We're at, at Sucktastic Sin. That's C-I-N for cinema. The listeners, you're our sinners. You know this. Mm-hmm. If you're the first time joining us, you, what are, why, what prompted you to pick this episode mm-hmm. first? Yes. But also, hello, welcome, sinner. Yes. Uh, and again, give us five stars, reviews, wherever you can. Uh, find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all those podcast apps. So without further ado, Stephen. Let's get this over with, because it's movie time. And now for our feature presentation. Baby Geniuses was released March 12th, 1999. So they had to get a little bit of suffering out of the way before Y2K. Yep. Uh, directed by Bob Clark, who directed A Christmas Story. Yeah, what, so, his, his resume is so weird. Yep. Uh, starring Kathleen Turner as Alina Kender, Dr. Alina Kender. Christopher Lloyd, who makes his second appearance on the show. Mm-hmm. He was in Suburban Commando. Yep. Uh, as Dr. Heap, which is a fun movie that is a fun movie i like movie. that movie yeah kim cattrall is robin bobbins who she is awful in this movie. i'm a good actress i i'm i'm convinced that she can only play one role and that's mm-hmm. what she played on sex in the city because she's a terrible actress yeah i've never seen i've only seen her in big trouble in little china and this movie and then there are a couple other things mm-hmm. probably but i've never seen sex in the city but from what i've seen her in she's a bad actress yep uh peter mcnichol as dan bobbins dom deluise as lenny Ruby D as Margot, Kyle Howard as Dickie, uh, and a series of twins and triplets play the babies. Yeah. Uh, Miko Hughes as the voice of Sly and Wit, who are the two main babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a my pure- main baby. How's it <laughs> going, my main baby? My that's, main how they, baby. that's how they greeted each other at craft services. Don't mess with the Sly man. Oh, uh, Jesus <laughs> Yep. That's one of the catchphrases. Who gives a shit about Sly? Uh, anyway, go ahead. With appearances by uh, Sam McMurray, great character actor, Sam McMurray. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we have a funny inside joke story that I'm not going to tell here because it's too long and I don't care. Um, <laughs> and uh, appearance by Randy Travis, which I think he was in this movie because <laughs> they used one of his songs yeah. at the end. And uh, an appearance by Jim Hanks. Who is the what? brother of Tom Hanks? Where, did, where was Jim he's, Hanks? He's uh, he's one of the goons oh. in there. When Sam McMurray and the other guy went in there, you didn't recognize him by I, his Forrest Gump haircut. No, you didn't I recognize was, his voice. I was so disengaged. I was not anyone. I was not paying attention. The only thing I was paying attention to, I wasn't paying attention to anything in my periphery. So, I was just focused on okay, let's move this story. Well, so while Tom Hanks was making Castaway, yeah. Jim Hanks was in Baby Geniuses and doing voiceover stuff for the Tom Hanks um, off Broadway thing. So yeah. like not Toy Story, Toy Story Two, but yeah. Toy Story the video game. That's yeah. Jim Hanks. Yeah. If I were Jim Hanks, I'd be like, can you throw me a bone or something? Yeah. Not Baby Geniuses. Uh, Colin Hank, not Colin Hanks, Chet Hanks. Yeah, Chet Hanks Bratz. was in Bratz. Yeah. Oh my God, the connections. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Hanks's fingerprints are all over this show. Uh huh. Um, and the most infuriating thing is a box office of thirty-six point four million on a twelve million dollar budget. So it infuriates. Nothing infuriates me more other than watching these movies uh, than when these movies make money. It was kids and middle-aged people who oh, yeah. saw Talking Babies. Yeah, of course. And we're like, this is. I have to see this. Yeah. Because, and I'll kind of make a mention of it here, but Talking Baby stuff played 
in mm-hmm. the 80s and early 90s. Yeah, of course. Um, because you can have them be wisecracking Rugrats. babies. Yeah. Rugrats. But that was a cartoon. Uh, look so Who's different. Talking. Yeah. Those movies. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that stuff is kind of quirky and it's a little charming. But, like, there there's certain lines that you have to not, like, toe when putting things in an adult context with some of the things they say. Yeah. Like, hey, baby. Yeah, like, stuff there's, like a, there's a couple things in here to where I was like, that's wildly inappropriate. And uncomfortable. And uncomfortable. It doesn't matter what the era is. Yeah. Like, because these are babies. Because what you're, you're doing, yeah. when, you, when you're making a baby a wisecracking person. Yeah. Entity, if you will, your your deity, which <laughs> God babies. Um, well, the way they the way they explain yeah. how all these babies the and the it's the plot is actually kind of creative. Yeah, and how all these babies are have all the secrets in the universe, and then eventually they get to a certain age and they, they become, cross over. They cross over at like and, two, two, yeah. two and a half, and they just become regular garden variety babies. Yeah, they just start their regular yeah development yeah. as a human so, being. Not off with the deity crack. Yeah. However, uh, I think I think this crossed the line because in Look Who's Talking, the babies the mouths didn't move to yeah. match each word specifically. Yeah. This was the first time that was done, and that's so off-putting. It's so jarring, yeah, too. Exactly. Um, but what I was getting at with having babies be wisecracking mm-hmm. um, is... Baby Herman. Baby <laughs> Herman. Um, when you're having them be these wisecracking, and they make these like these comments, especially to yeah. other babies, what you're doing essentially is you're putting what they're saying, we can only look at it through an adult context. Because mm-hmm. a little kid isn't going to be like, hey, call me later, call baby. Call me, baby. Hey, yeah. I like that outfit, baby. So making little kids little talk little like baby. adults, it, it's it's supposed to be, oh, it's it's charming because, oh, adults talk that way. We're and putting kid, kids in adult scenarios. It's an adult, it's through an adult lens and an adult context mm. is how some yeah. of those things are said. Uh, when the babies are to win Sly, the Sly man is making, he, when he's making, when he's making these comments and all these one-liners, it reminds me of Chucky, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Another, another baby movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so what's on the VHS? Okay. Uh, coming soon to theaters, Stuart Little, which is shown in a, it's shown through a many behind the scenes featurette mm-hmm. where it talks to like Gina Davis and Hugh Laurie and the, yeah. and the creator. And it was actually kind of innovative how they did mm-hmm. some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, creative. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Muppets from space. I like that. Which movie. is, it's, yeah, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. Um, that was the first time that was, I wasn't that, that was probably the first Muppet movie where they didn't have like didn't original. Have, there was songs. no original music. They yeah. just used all they used licensed disco. stuff. They used disco stuff, which was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that movie. You know, it's funny seeing a wild-eyed Gonzo um, mm-hmm. on a on a lawnmower. Oh, freak out! Yeah, dun, just dun, mowing dun. the lawn. Oh no, was it, was it? It was that. It was, it was all freak. It, it was it, one of those. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. He was on a disco song. Gonzo was frantically mowing the lawn on a riding yeah. lawnmower while disco was playing. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's some of my favorite Pepe the King prong moments. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Muppet Space, with it, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, coming to video, a movie called The Nuttiest Nutcracker, which I remember. The Nuttiest <laughs> Professor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, Eddie Murphy's kid in the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a Nutty Professor Junior. <laughs> yeah, he's got. He's trying to do a middle school science project. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's a movie. I remember the trailer, <laughs> Professor Junior. <laughs> I, I re- but I remember, I remember the trailer beat for beat. 
Of the Nutty Professor? No, uh, no, of of the nuttiest oh, nutcracker. Right. <laughs> and and it, it had me wondering, like, what movie did we watch all the time yeah. as kids to where like I remembered this? Because it's of all the things I remembered it like beat for beat. Um, I, if I saw it, I'd probably remember. No, it. you would. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, and finally, an advert for "Look Who's Talking," uh, okay. which I guess yeah. was supposed to be a primer for what Birds you're about to father. watch. <laughs> yeah. So it's supposed to be like, hey, it it's funny because it probably got shitty. It not probably Baby Geniuses did get shitty reviews. Yeah. So those who bought the VHS, it's almost like them saying, hey, remember what you liked about yeah. Talking Babies? Now remember, you <laughs> like Talking Babies. <laughs> you We've liked, done this before. And you, you liked it. You liked this. We did three movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which Baby Geniuses has like eight sequels. Yeah, no, it's it's unbelievable. And the person who takes over from here is Sean McNamara. Yeah, who we've who, had, who is, ooh, he's he came, he's getting close. He came so close to being in the Hall of Fame. If, if you look at his track record and his resume, he he's 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 going to be the next Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like you just next successic yeah. cinema hall of famer so yeah. a general synopsis of the movie and then we'll still kind of gloss over yeah, some yeah. of the events essentially the movie plays off of the idea like like matt said here that little babies know the answers to all of mankind's most pressing questions however once they reach a certain age they cross over into normal human development and they lose their knowledge forever mm-hmm. a doctor played by kathleen turner so dr kinder excuse me uh, creates a method that involves running tests on babies, experiments on them, if you will, mm-hmm. to garner all the understanding she can of the knowledge the babies possess. She instills the help of Dr. Heap, played by Christopher Lloyd, to oversee the observation of these babies and to make sure the babies are staying in line with the doctor's orders. What they didn't take into account is the babies talk to one another and the main baby is a wisecracking stinker. Sylvester lives to be a pain in the ass. For <laughs> Doctor lives is the name of one of the uh, sequels. <laughs> it's, an, it's it's like the, it's it's the name of one of Dennis DeYoung's like experimental sticks albums. <laughs> Kil- Kilroy was here. Sylvester, Sylvester lives. <laughs> um, not a super universal reference there, <laughs> yeah. um, but Sylvester lives to be a pain in the ass for Doctor Heap and Doctor Kender. He wants to get to the outside world and party hardy. Little does he know, though, he has a twin brother. Uh oh. Yeah. So that's kind of I meant to do more of a synopsis, but didn't care. Yeah, that's uh, fair. So moving, so kind of what we talked about. Moving lips are superimposed onto the baby's faces. Yep. There are a Which lot is, of moments where the lips movements don't sync up to what's being said. Yeah. Furthermore, the baby's movements don't always sync up to what they're saying, so they don't necessarily emote how they should. Yeah. It's incredibly surreal and off-putting. It is because some of the stuff it looks like the actual kids are saying these things, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't know. Sometimes the eyes don't emote with the mouth. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah. Like as they're saying, there's obviously a mouth that's been twisted yeah. and contorted to say certain things, but their eyes aren't like acting and reflecting mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. So it's just if you were to do this on a grown adult. It would look weird. Yeah. On animals, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hilarious on animals. Because Especially on chimps. Because they're animals. Yeah. <laughs> I give that a pass. Yeah. But babies, for some reason, it just it feels like a sort of, not feels like it is this manipulation. Yeah. That, that you're like, why babies? Yeah. And then. Because it's phony. Yeah. We're going to get to a scene in here that is super, like, disturbing looking. It's like the giant baby. Well, yes, that definitely. Not a real but giant There's baby. a scene where, Sil- we won't mention anything about it yet, but there's a scene where Sylvester's in the mall, 
yeah. and uh, and there's something in there that is uh, super off-putting, yes. uh, minus the whole movie. <laughs> the movie opens with sinister music and guards and employees of a secret lab running around like chickens with their heads cut off. It was right around this point to where my stomach dropped. Yeah. And I was like, do I really have to watch this yes. again? Yep. <laughs> Here's why. As we hear <laughs> announcements over an intercom and something or someone has escaped. Q to a point of view will lower to the ground, leaving the building. A helicopter shines a spotlight on the target as it races through the courtyard of the building. We get shots of a little baby running in and out and around bushes as guards trip over themselves trying to catch him. Yes. The baby laughs at the knuckleheads, and the laugh is u- the laugh used yes. is heard at least ten thousand more times. It's pretty much the only laugh they use for any baby yep. in this movie, and mm-hmm. it's the same audio like yeah. it's the same audio drop. Also, baby is a loose term because. The, a lot of these kids are like two, three, four years old. The kids, like. the triplets who played Sylvester, alleged apparently were six years old. Nuh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw, that ain't true. <laughs> yeah, it is. He, he got, got Which we have some, sorry, to, the Sandlot reference, we have some big news yes. coming up. And I can't believe we haven't mentioned it before, but we have some big news coming mm-hmm. up uh, for this show. Yes, but back to Baby Jesus. Yes, sorry. But yeah, it's the same stock, like generic sound yeah. of laughter sound effect yeah. for every single child. Yeah. So if you don't think it's cute or charming the first time, that's too damn bad. Yes. The ba- almost that almost looked like baby corn fed. <laughs> <laughs> the baby is cornered. <laughs> baby corn fed. <laughs> it's a doll. It's a corn fed meathead. Yeah. Uh, the baby. My baby corn fed loves to eat. <laughs> he likes squirrel dumplings. <laughs> it's a- I uh, gotta keep the food sold separately. I gotta keep going to the store to buy it. My baby corn fed loves my yeah. food. He, uh, he even eats home cooking. He even eats the play. He eats real food. <laughs> he eats the play. Uh, the baby, <laughs> the baby is cornered, cornered, and realizes there's nowhere else to run. He sees a statue of a ch- of children spitting water. I didn't like where this was going. It didn't go where I thought it was gonna go. But I didn't like knowing this movie. I didn't like where I thought this was gonna go. Interesting. Uh, you see the wheels in the baby's head start <laughs> spinning. Um, the guards, ca- after I read this passage, let me know what you where you yeah, thought you were going, because okay, I'm yes. not tracking yes. there. <laughs> uh, the guards catch up to where the baby was, but is nowhere to be found. They walk around the statue to see the baby mimicking the pose of the statue, fooling no one. Oh, and also the baby has a diaper on the whole time. Yes. Uh, so the baby's just in a shirt and a diaper and shoes. Pretty much, yeah, the whole um, movie. Yeah. Um, the guards try to coax... We know he's a baby. You don't have to keep him in his diaper to let us know. This is a baby. Yeah. (laughs) There are a lot of kids by the... Actually, he's a kindergartner. By (laughs) by two years old, there's a lot of... There are are a lot of kids who are potty trained. Yeah. The guards try to coax the baby out of his spot, who... This is Sylvester. Mm -hmm. And he gets spit... And the guard gets spit on for his troubles. And Sylvester is now surrounded. He then starts (laughs) doing karate... Yes. He is kicking and judo flipping and laying the guards out, which I don't know why I didn't expect something like this so early. Um, but as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I was just just a an audible groan like when it started because it looks terrible. Yeah. There are a couple moments to where he has, like Sylvester's doing these movements mm-hmm. to which – the director probably couldn't get the actual actor to do, so they like CGI'd a lot of movies. It just, 
<laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a fever dream. Where did you think th- this was him hiding behind the statue? Uh, where did you I, think that was going to go? Well, I thought like they would pull the thing to where the statue has like the little baby peeing on it. Oh. And, but and it was, Sylvester would like either hide behind that baby or he would be that baby. Oh. And they'd be like, Ugh. And it's it's it'd be super inappropriate. And I would they, and they wouldn't show like his, his private yeah, parts exactly. or anything. But, but like just the just the little baby is peeing like in with adults. It's, it's, just, it's just weird. It's just yeah. It's but, weird. But with this, how with some of the other things in this movie, I thought that's where it was gonna kind of go. Yeah. And everything in this movie that come, that is unsettling, mm-hmm. people were. Like, there was an audience that would laugh at it. Yeah. And be like, this is so hilarious. It's like, no, it's this, not. This is just good, clean family fun. Okay. It's people. What's better than talking babies? There are a lot better than talking mm-hmm. babies. Uh, after besting the guards, the baby continues his escape. He is only stopped when a guy who looks like Vladimir Lenin stands in his <laughs> way. This is Dr. Heap, and it's the end of the line for, <laughs> for Sylvester. <laughs> Sorry, just a random Vladimir Lenin reference. <laughs> that's, that's what he looks like. Um, for those of you that don't know Vladimir Lenin, just Google image search him, and then Google image search Dr. Heap uh, yeah. from this movie. That's or don't. L-E-N-I-N. Yeah, exactly. Not like John Lennon. Yeah. Um, or don't. Yeah. Or yeah. you could go visit Lenin's tomb. Or you could not be wasting your time with anything having to do with this movie. Yeah, exactly. Except listening to this episode. Please. Continue to listen. Back in a lab, Dr. Heap is looking at a computer and hearing information about Sylvester he's more than likely heard before, (laughs) which only means this exposition can't be for him. It, of course, is for the audience, but it isn't even subtle or cleverly done. No, one of them is even like, that Sylvester is a righteous dude. (laughs) They all think he's a righteous dude. Exactly. It's the exact character from Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Um, Anyway, a pair of twins were born to a surrogate. I I think it was a surrogate. Then one was taken Mm -hmm. by Kinder for her studies of baby knowledge, and the other was adopted by her niece. Cut to a presentation of some sort. The mayor of whatever town this is calls up highly decorated scientists <laughs> and founder of BabyCo, the leading brand of baby and toddler products, Dr. Kinder. Kinder talks about her efforts in creating cutting-edge stuff for little babies, which includes an indoor amusement park, which is what they're all there for. Yes. However, what? it's all... F- <laughs> yes. However, it's supposed to be this big child play land. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, it's all a front and nobody is aware of the secret lab under the building. Robin and Dan Bobbins are at the presentation honoring Kender's new amusement park, and Robin is rolling her eyes and scoffing at everything. Dan is saying how cool it seems, but Robin says, Hey, stupid, the shit my aunt, Dr. Kender, is talking about. Any of that stuff ringing any bells? Those are your ideas, you ding-dong. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I, for, I forgot that. What? I don't even know what his job was. It just comes up with know. zany ideas. I think they introduced that plot point, and I, they don't follow up on it. No, exactly. They set it up, and it's not like he's this crazy inventor. And it's not like and, it's not like at the end of the movie it turns around and he gets all the yeah. he gets credit for things. Yeah, and, and they're like, we're going to keep this as a wholesome you know, indoor amusement park mm-hmm. and you're gonna be our planner and our main yeah. architect or anything it's like we don't we don't know what he does yeah as the bobbins walk through with the group also uh, the bobbins are the one who got sly's twin brother wit yes. in case anybody hasn't picked up on that yes. yet um, kim cattrall and um, uh, peter mcnichol yes the guy from ghostbusters 2 exactly and ally mcbeal uh, of course yes. how could i forget? how how most of you would know him from ally mcbeal the king and queen of 90s 
um, raunchy television. Raunchy television. Kim um, Cattrall and Peter Actually, Nicole. I think Ally McBeal was on network TV. Yeah, but there on was Fox. probably still some Yeah, raunchy. it was on Fox, though. Yeah. Um, Fox in the 90s was cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, as the Bobbins walk with the group who is being given a tour of the facility, we see, a fr- we see frightening animatronics littered oh throughout God. the park. One is a giant seven or eight foot baby who walks around and speaks with a very scary lower augmented voice, like what they use in interviews to keep anonymity for certain guests. <laughs> Can I get like, a monster voice? Yeah, it's like, I am a baby. Like, like, that's the way it talks. He's like, do you want a hug? No. Yeah, no, that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, so whatever efforts to make anything a mascot at, at this place is going to fail miserably. Yeah. After the presentation. But Randy Travis is in the booth. Yeah, with exactly. The, with nothing. the guy who's doing the baby voice. Yeah. Never fear, nothing happens to Randy Travis. Yes. Which I really am convinced he'd be like, you want to use my song, put me in your movie. I have, I have a theory at the end because they use it in a really weird spot. I it was angry when that song started playing at the end, and I will tell you why yeah. when we get to the end. After after the presentation, the Bobbins tell you why at the end. <laughs> uh, after the presentation, the Bobbins drive home, talking about how sketchy Kinder is. Mm-hmm. They arrive home, and we see they run a giant daycare facility slash boarding school because some of those kids sleep there. Yeah, not like us who have, who have an unsuspecting boarding school slash daycare there yeah there's nothing nothing ever weirds happened at one of those yes but no they're the good guys so nothing has they have three workers a fat maintenance man named larry lenny from here on out i will only reference him as dom deloise yeah. a sassy woman named margo played by the great ruby, ruby d, d and a troubled teenager named dick meat i i mean dicky <laughs> whoopsie the kid from house arrest the kid from house arrest the kid from paper brigade this is not the last time dom deloise will be on this show nope i have i have a good feeling about that yeah um they also have two kids of their own carrie and wit Larry who, and La- Carrie, Wit and Larry and Larry. Uh, is it Pinky in the brain? Yeah, Pinky and Larry, in the brain and Larry. Larry <laughs> um, who Wit, unbeknownst to any of them, is Sly's twin. Yeah, and he gets weird feelings. Yeah, he does. Back at Kinder's lab, she's being led around by Doctor Heap. They go from baby display to baby display and see what the baby geniuses are up to. Heap is showing Kinder that regular scribbles are actual are actually dead in ancient languages. Yeah, cuneiform and, and yeah, stuff like that. Um, a baby going ham on a keyboard and slamming the keys is actually a complicated piece of music. Again, it's all done for the audience, but yes. it's a character giving the exposition to another character who more than likely knows all of this stuff anyway. This yeah. more than likely wasn't an overnight operation. Everything had to have taken years to set up, and Dr. Kender had to have had some idea that these discoveries would come up as well. Yeah, overseeing it all. Yeah, that is why she started this experiment in the first place, right? It wasn't just snatching up babies on a hunch. Mm-hmm. Well, and they get the babies from an adoption agency that, like, is their adoption agency. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much, these are quote-unquote test tube babies. Yeah, yeah. Um, for they're 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 born they've been born for the purpose of being in the kinder method I, I think no well they're in if in um uh, uh in an orphanage they got them from an orphanage yeah and the baby co operates that orphanage so I th- at one point they had parents right I would 
I think so. I mean, well, I and I know that's how that works. Here's but the thing. I mean, like, in this movie... They don't explain things super well in this movie. Well, they kept saying... Well, they kept saying... I had to look that up, too. See, that's the thing. Is they, they could present something, mm-hmm. and then all this crazy... Like, yeah. this... All this ridiculous stuff yeah. happens, and then we're supposed to... We're distracted by it, and then we're supposed to remember, like, what's yeah. what? Small well, one, details? One of the points of contention with the babies is eventually when we, you'll get to wit and uh, and Sylvester get mixed up at the mall, and they take Wit instead, and they think it's Sylvester, and the babies are like, we can't let him be here. They took him away from his mom. We can't let him be without his mom. I was like, what about you guys? What'd they do to you guys? I don't know. So, I don't know. It's just, it's stupid. Yeah. Sometimes the issue we have is trying to give too much logic to movies that don't deserve it. Speaking of overthinking, I really think everyone in this movie is completely overthinking babies. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. just, there's several times I'm like, I think you guys are overthinking babies. Yeah. I th- maybe they're just making noises trying to figure out how to talk. Yeah. I don't think it's an ancient language. It's, uh, you know, like with any of st- any stuff like this, you know, maybe it's just born out of, hmm, what if there was it's, a movie where babies dribble drabble? It's, it's, com- it's completely the premise. And I understand, yeah. and it's interesting, and they're trying to be creative and do something different. But that doesn't mean I can't be critical of it and say, maybe you're overthinking it. Maybe their garbling is just garbling. Yeah. Maybe they, they don't know shit because they're brand new. They can't pay taxes, so who cares? Yeah. Anyway, when they get to Sly, Kinder and Dr. Heap, when yeah. they get to Sly, she dresses the Rugrat down over his most recent escape attempt. Next, the babies are all sitting in a circle on a platform. Kinder approaches Sylvester, and she's like, go on, kid, give me the answers to the universe. And Sly looks into the camera and says in plain English, well, should I give them to her? It's made to look like he's talking to us, but he's asking another baby. And I think that was officially the moment where the movie just plummeted for me. Yeah. Because... It's not charming. Yeah. It completely falls off, and the computer-generated mouth movements edited onto the baby's mm-hmm. face caused the movie to, plum- to plummet, like yeah. I just said. Yes, you could say that happened within the first few minutes when the baby in a diaper was doing karate. However, I cut it a tiny, tiny bit of slack once I saw Chris Lloyd and Kathleen Turner's performances up to this point, which yes. honestly weren't terrible. Nope. It's, it's typical kids movie fare, over-the-top mm-hmm. villains, silly, ridiculous, taking pratfalls meant to be the butt of the joke. Yeah. But Christopher Lloyd... No threat whatsoever. Christopher Lloyd was... Fine. He was he was kind he of was sinister, fine. but I, that's more Christopher I, Lloyd. I like Christopher Lloyd, yeah. so I was gonna be able to cut him some slack. Yeah. But now the movie nose dives into complete crap. Yeah. The rest of the movie is Sylvester one-liners and him generally being a pompous little shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a good thing adults can't understand you, smart ass. If they could hear you calling them idiots all the time, you'd find yourself going hungry and sitting in a rancid, shit-filled diaper. Yeah. What what. Yeah, he can do karate, but he still has physical limitations. As exactly, a baby. Even a baby punching a huge. Listen, we've gotten on it before with like the Three Ninjas movies. Mm-hmm. A little kid, especially as small as Tum Tum was in High Noon at Mega mm-hmm. Mountain, would break their hand on a, on an yeah. adult's face. A little baby would shatter like its entire arm. It would like yeah. punch the. It would punch the adult, and then just a whole yeah. like every bone in its hand would break, and then there'd be a domino effect all up its arm, and yeah. like essentially its arm would fall off. Probably yeah, exactly. So it just it does not it, it doesn't make yeah. sense because Sylvester doesn't have super strength either. No, so you can't you can't use that. 
But then again, he, ju- he judo flipped an adult. So. <laughs> so, so what do you call that? So what? So which one is it? Do baby geniuses have all the smarts and and you know yeah. knowledge of none of, of the human other babies can do karate? Yeah, or or do they have the physical capabilities of like ten men? Like yeah. what? What the hell is the precedent? And also, here? they briefly pass over how Sylvester is such a smartass because all these kids are raised in such a stringent, disciplined mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. And the brainiac—I can't remember his name. Uh, ba- Basil. Basil. Oh, the okay. brown noser. Brown yeah, noser yeah. Basil. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I guess. I guess. Well, I don't know why, but uh, he's like he hot wired the camera so he can watch TV in his room or something like that. It's like. <sighs> Cool. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> cool. Yeah, but, but it, I just, nah, I, stupid. Anyway, the rest of the scene is Sylvester mocking Kinder and Heap and the other babies cutting up, except for this brown-nosing baby named Basil, who we just said, I think I call mm-hmm. him Basil. Uh, yeah. Basil, who thinks Whatever. Kinder is a genius herself, and yeah. she's going to help babies rule the world, which that would be a disaster. Um, Heap will have, at least it's his understanding, she'd help babies rule the world. She yeah. just wants their knowledge. Um, we're the kids in America. She wants the life force. Yeah. Um, Heap will have no more of Sly's chicanery, and he snaps his fingers and points to get Sly to pop a squat. Sly sits down and mutters, don't mess with the Sly man. <laughs> okay, the Sly man is being messed with right now, and yes. you're not doing anything. Yes. At the Bobbins daycare, babies Wit and Carrie cause trouble for Dom DeLuise. Yada, yada, yada. Robin talks about bills, 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 and how they need money, money, money. Bills, bills, bills. We need money, money, money. All these bills, 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 and money, money, money. Maybe we should have viable jobs that pay a decent living wage. No, this is, they're doing God's work. You don't understand. I mean, it's, it's tough to say, too, because they're running what seems like a very loving uh, daycare. Yes. But but both of you have to do it? Yes. <laughs> Later that night, Wit and Carrie are talking. You know and what I just thought about? Why are they trying to have these genetically engineered babies? Aren't they more effective as adults? Why are they trying to keep them from growing up? They, are they just trying to siphon all the secrets out of them and then yeah. just let them cross over? They're not going to remember them as adults. They're not going to remember all this knowledge as an adult. Yeah, but like... Why these, why are they taking, I guess they're, so they're just taking babies yes. to get all their information yes. and then just letting them cross over. Yes. <laughs> they're trying to get as much as, they're trying to wring them out like a washcloth. Okay, clock, that makes sense. Get all the can out and then just I'm, throw them I'm in the thinking, dumpster. I'm thinking villains trying to raise up specific uh, uh, groups to make them into soldiers or genetically engineer them to do their bidding. They're trying to bottle up this baby knowledge. Yeah. Like a like some formula, the baby the baby formula of what do enli- they do enlightenment? These, what do they do with these kids when they cross over? It's like that Tiger King asshole. It's like it, yeah. it's like, it's like he, he only has them? them as babies, and then yeah, that jackwad would kill them. Yeah, but like what, it's all those like, tiger breeders. Yeah, it's like yeah. like I don't know. Let's listen. You you want to talk about? Us talking about people giving babies too much thought. We're giving this movie too much it's thought. It's true. It's very, let's, very true. Let's just get through this. Please. Let's all get through this together. Later that night, Wit and Carrie... So and Witt these and, are things we've already retread in our previous episode. Yes. Yeah, so why are you talking... Let's stop talking about I it. I don't know. Let's just get through this. Yeah. Later that night, Wit and Carrie are talking, and Dan is filming them. Uh, for those of you who have forgotten, Wit and Carrie are the Bobbins babies, and Dan is their dad. Yeah. Uh, Wit is saying how his parents added if his parents added another wing to the daycare, it would help their profits. Carrie says, how so? And Wit lays some knowledge down. 
Carrie says dad can't understand you, but Wit says he'll give it to him. He'll give him the idea telepathically um, <laughs> or is something <laughs> like that. Dan hears baby babble, but he does pick up on something Wit said. Dan says he swears he heard Wit say f- by four at least, which I don't remember why, in yeah, reference to prophet stuff, I guess. And he says he understood it because his, it was a language he used to speak. And yeah, it's baby speak, so everyone used to speak it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sly breaks out of his holding pen and goes over to another baby's cell. He tells her to come with him and promises to take her to the mall. I'll take you to the mall. Wait, oh, so wait a second. How does she know what a mall is? Well, and so all babies are like this. So what, how did they choose, why did they choose Sylvester and not Wit? I don't know. Because, like, I was reading that the orphanage, they control the orphanage so they have a better control of which babies they take and which babies they leave. Why didn't they take Sylvester and Wit? I don't for confer and maybe wit is to see him grow up in a regular no regular but then they gave no they gave an answer as to why that we just did not care enough to give a (laughs) shit i mean true (laughs) the thing is we didn't give a shit until crunch time yeah and now we're recording we're like wait why this and why yeah yeah. it's like i listen if we didn't give a shit then we shouldn't give a shit now but we just do i don't know why this is all arising the second time around i don't know who I just, Listen, no, let's just get through this. No more questions. Yeah. <laughs> no more questions. Sylvester stows away on the back of the poopy diaper truck. He gets <laughs> out of the truck and he gets out of the diaper cart and asks, where are the chicks? Yeah. Ugh. First thing, where are the chicks? You're looking at a cityscape and you can't see anybody. And your first thing is, where? I, where is anybody? This is... Uh, okay, because I know what it's about to go into and I hate it so much. Nobody notices a little baby running around the city. Nobody does. Absolutely nobody does. Yeah. He's at a crosswalk. Only in New York. And yeah. nobody notices, I guess, yeah. they're in New York. Yeah, I, I don't know. Wit gets a funny feeling, and Carrie asks if he's getting that funny feeling again. He says affirmative. Some, <laughs> something ain't good. <laughs> Sylvester finds himself in an alley and approached by a rabid dog. The dog hightails it when he smells the baby. Just then, a homeless vagrant pops out from under some filth and asks, Whose little boy are you? Then the shot cuts away to the bobbins hearing Wit and Carrie crying. Considering the emotional <laughs> and mental connection with Sylvester, that can't be good. They're seeing it in their crystal ball right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Dr. Kinder and Heap are chewing out her staff for letting Sly slip away again. The next shot is of the homeless man cleaning Sly up in a makeshift sink as he mumbles about asking for ransom money. Sly grabs a spray bottle of blue liquid and blasts the homeless man in the face with the contents of the bottle. The man cries in agony as Sly antagonizes him. The two go through a Three Stooges routine and the man is knocked out. Sylvester kicks guy. Sylvester, Sylvester kicks the guy while he's down and steals his clothes. Sylvester walks out of the alley in a giant clothes and a cigar the tramp was chewing on. I, the, I at least I appreciate the attention to detail that the clothes are ill-fitting, that yeah. they, that he didn't somehow come out with a trench coat and a cigar that fit him perfectly mm-hmm. and a hat that fit him perfectly. There, but also but trying to convince us it's the same clothes. Yeah, um, and instantly he instantly brings attention to himself. He shakes the threads off and books it to a nearby stroller. Oh boy. He gets Here, in the stroller. The most inappropriate part of the whole movie. Yeah. So there's a couple scenes involving this stroller yeah. here. He gets in the stroller, which is occupied by a little girl baby. Sylvester instantly starts hitting on her, which is gross. Yes. He then asks her to take her clothes off, which gross. is gross. Yes. She responds with, hey, 
You need to buy me dinner first. Why did they think this was a good Damn idea? Damn this movie to hell. Why would you think it's okay for babies to say that? It's not cute and it's not charming. That's disgusting. I think they thought it was going to be part of the charm. And it, I mean, and, you know, the audience isn't thinking about that. No, they're because, not. Because but... logical people aren't watching this movie. So it's like, it's just, what are you thinking? Just within the realm within the context that you're you're putting that what other context would you would somebody say that in yeah. adult context what's yeah. the meaning of that you can get the innuendo there yeah don't have babies say that to other babies a baby is referring to themselves implying something that they should be nowhere near just talking in, in about. innuendo you shouldn't have yeah. Yeah. babies yeah. even be joking about just to try and be charming yep so that's disgusting. Yeah. It doesn't it, end there though. Oh yeah, the idea of having babies say these things is funny. It's like that's not that's not one of the things a baby saying. A baby saying shit is funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. But baby but, says fuck you. Yeah. It's like that's hilarious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Or, or a baby kicks somebody <laughs> like you just see kind of like a baby's day out when a yeah. little foot comes up and kicks Joe Montana in the nuts. Yeah, like that's that, hilarious. That's funny. And then if like a baby, it's a little chubby fing- middle finger comes <laughs> up. <laughs> that's or, funny. Or if a baby just looks at it, it's like you ignorant piece of shit. Or like a baby, a baby and a chimp just got done doing a caper. Yeah. And like, and the, and the people, and the baby's the, like, God damn, that was close. Or, 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 or like the, the guys, the baby and the chimp, the baby and chimp, are going back and looking at like surveying the damage they just caused, and the the, the enemies are like, "You rug rat!" And then him and the chimp uh, have their sh- arms on each other's shoulders, and they each give the <laughs> finger. Like that's hilarious. That'd be hilarious. That's funny. If that happened in this movie. If I don't know, like uh, Christopher Lloyd had a chimp for a pet in this movie, <laughs> and that happened, all is forgiven. The chimp's like. <laughs> <laughs> And the baby's just giving the middle finger. Yeah. That's funny. And they and there's no CGI mouth. It's the actual kid. And they forced <laughs> him to give the middle finger. That's funny. Or it's a human finger. It's an adult <laughs> yeah. middle finger. Exactly. That's it's like, funny. It's like the dogs with human hands in Sesame Put Street. Put them in certain compromising positions, not others. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. that's funny. <laughs> so anyway... <laughs> The stroller gets to a mall during Christmas time. Mm. Yes. And, and, and Gene Shepard's narration comes yeah, exactly. sweeping over. Bob Clark. And Kinder's guards are looking for Sly. Sylvester slinks out of the stroller while in the little girl's clothes. We see the girl wearing the bum's clothes and cigar, which I thought Sly got rid of. Yeah. And she says, call me. I hope to God this is a purely surface-level joke. Yes. But judging by some of the disgusting things they've had this baby say, they had to have been trying to be coy or sly, no pun, about something, which if that were the case, like I said before, damn this movie to hell. No, it 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 is. It's just a surface-level joke. It really is, but it's still gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. And also... You're probably going to get to it. Anyway. Uh, Sly sees the goons are after him, and he books it through the mall. Don DeLuise shuffles and shakes as he walks the kids up to their rooms. So we're back at the Bobbins place. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Robin and Dan watch. Don DeLuise is shuffling and shaking in the middle of the mall like a man possessed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, what am I looking for? Yeah, it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> he's not saying anything. The rest he's... of the movie becomes the... Uh, um, 
Dom DeLuise in the hospital. <laughs> and the, the babies are grabbing his hand and their CGI mouths are like, please don't go. We call the priest to exorcise the demon. It's because of the exorcism of Dom DeLuise, <laughs> which is the name of my autobiography. Can we just end the episode right there? The ex- I kind of want to. The exorcism of Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise has one of the most iconic voices for like 90s yeah. kids movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was in a lot of cartoons. Yeah, 80s, 90s oh, like yeah. kids movies. Yeah. Um, so Robin and Dan, who if you've forgotten by now, are the bobbins. Those are the parents. Watch as they walk up. As they walk up. <laughs> Robin and Dan watches Dom DeLuise walks the children up to the rooms. And Robin says how she would like to have another kid. Dan says he can help with that and starts rubbing his boner on her. Right here in the middle of the mall? <laughs> <laughs> they're not in the mall. They're, they're, they're back at the Bobbins place. They're back at place. the Bobbins They're place. not in the mall. Robin and Dobbin Bobbins are back at the Dobbins. Okay? <laughs> Except Baskin Robbins. <laughs> yeah, they went. She mentions Baskin Robbins. She says Robbins. Baskin and Robbins. And then she says, I gave him a few slurps of my ice cream. And I was yeah. like, this Ugh! is. <laughs> Why did she say it that way? I don't know. Well, she well, said ice cream. Yeah. Gave, so she says the Baskin and Robbins. She says. A few slurps, which is yeah, ugh. ugh. And, Slurped your ice cream, um, and of my ice cream. Yeah, I, so I, I wanted. This to turn is the, the movie this off is the same woman that. you can find a video of her and I guess her husband scatting. Yeah, yeah he's not, playing not jazz. like not like pooping, not, <laughs> not like growth, not like <laughs> not, like animal, not, not no. Urban Dictionary yeah. like scatting. Yeah, but like no, she's like making the doobie dabby doobie You know, like I'm and a scat. All the he dogs and she dogs. All the he dogs and she dogs. It's it's my least favorite. One of my least favorite videos on the whole internet. Exactly. You should look it up. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um. So where am I? Rubbing his boner on his wife. Uh, She's like, do do out. Yeah. It's it's. You've probably seen it. I have not yes. in this movie, right? The yeah. scatting video <laughs> yes. with her it's husband is playing a stand a stand up bice. It's a um, it's a special feature on the on the <laughs> video. On, yeah, exactly. Stay tuned after Baby Geniuses to watch Kim Cattrall scatting. <laughs> um, They'd probably pose it as Kim Cattrall music video, like <laughs> singing. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Dan rubs his boner on his wife, and she says, "Halt your horny level, there, stud." What's with this bank loan you asked for? Because I guess I got a call about a bank loan. Yeah. To which I was like, can can people just have casual sex? Everything is about procreating. Yeah. It's like let's go up and make another baby. It's like can we just, just can we just for pleasure? Can we just have regular sex later, please? Yeah, I'm exactly. very horny, horny boy. Yeah. The horny boy. The horny. Boy. Peter uh, McNichol needs you to touch his yes. pickle. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, so he, he broke sa- character to say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't cut it. <laughs> So Dan being so he being Dan pronouns pal uh, oh, yeah. says Wit told him to get for Wit told him to get the uh, to get the loan for the new wing of their children care center and Robin says what Wit can't talk Dan yep. says he sent it to he sent him the idea mentally and then they run <laughs> off to pork <laughs> allegedly <laughs> allegedly hopefully yeah. Um, <laughs> off to pork. Back in the mall. A weird conversation. <laughs> with, with our baby boys communicate to me telepathically. You're crazy. Let's bone. <laughs> oh, I love that pillow talk. <laughs> Can you just imagine you're done having sex with their wife? And you're like, mm, how is that? You're like, I think our son is communicating to me through his brain. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> 
call in the priest. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of exorcisms in this movie. <laughs> Back at the mall, Sly emerges from his hiding spot and starts running and shouting about video games. Video games! Here's <laughs> <laughs> a Tourette's outburst about video games. Uh, he's, Clean witch shit. While playing Crash Bandicoot, he realizes he needs some new clothes. We then get a montage of Sylvester trying on clothes and dancing around. To <laughs> Somebody yells while he's playing the video game. <laughs> video games! Like as he's playing the video game. Uh, we then get a montage of Sylvester trying on clothes and dancing Jesus around Christ. to um, European superstar Taco's cover of Putting on the Ritz and Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. When yeah. he's dancing, it looks like the baby's head put on a computer-generated little person's body. Yeah, like for a Super Bowl commercial or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. It's like those jib jab internet videos yeah. from the mid 2000s yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's exactly what it feels yeah. like it is it's it's one of the most jarring things in the yeah. movie then they, they abruptly cut off putting on the ritz for staying alive just mm-hmm. because he got dressed in like a like a, a disco jumpsuit yeah exactly which the whole time i'm thinking god just all of the old people that are watching this movie are probably cracking up exactly or were probably cracking up mm-hmm because of the whole scenario, oh, it's so crazy, some baby's doing disco. And I know this song. I remember all of that. I remember this song. Um, I remember dancing like that. <laughs> please, Grandma, go in the other room. <laughs> yeah, please, just this. We'll put a speaker in the other room. Try and to be nice to and invite it. you to the living room to watch a movie. You know, it, it, against everybody's urging. Yeah. But now I look like an asshole. Yeah, you're snorting like a a pug over yes, there please just fall yeah. asleep already <laughs> at home wit hums staying alive to himself and carrie is confused at the mall slide lays his head down for a long winter's nap yes the next morning dan and robin have a diaper changing contest and margo and dom deloise cheer them on dickie walks in so dickie is the troubled teenager dickie walks in chanting mantras and everyone calls him a dumbass. his thing is he's been trying to take on new identities and wears crazy clothes and looks mm-hmm. outlandish something little kids might find funny i guess yeah he appropriates indian culture at one point exactly too. at the mall robin lets so they're at the mall now at the mall robin lets wit run through a playground all the while, Sly crawls out from under Santa Claus's chair, and Santa thinks he just had a baby. Did I just have a baby? Yeah, I was like, "What? <laughs> Shut That's up, stupid. idiot! Stupid! You're probably drunk already at ten at yeah. ten in the morning, but you're not stupid." Did I, I just think. have a baby. <laughs> Sly bolts when spotted by Kinder's goons. He slips into the jungle gym, and not too long after, he is floored to see his twin brother these two boys are wearing different outfits by the way yes so their mix-up causes even more confusion she even to me kim cattrall even says i thought i put overalls on Yeah, that's not something (sighs) is that really are you really so are you really so dense that that would be a a, an an oversight for you about what you what you put what clothes you put your child are you really so distracted by everything going on in your life that you forget the clothes you put on your child Mm -hmm. just at least 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Both scream, both the children scream and go in different directions. Wit is grabbed by Kinder's people, and Sly watches as the identical stranger is taken in his place. Mm-hmm. Wit cries in front of Kinder and Heap, and thinking he's Sly, they both browbeat him and ask if he has any shame for breaking out again. Thinking he's Sylvester, not yeah. thinking he's being Sly. For yeah, crying. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
You think oh, you think you're shit? sly, huh? huh? You think, think you're you hot can, shit, huh? You think you can pull at our heartstrings? Well, this little act don't fool us this time. Nice try. Sly. The other babies, yes, the other babies realize something is up. Back at the house, Sly is bouncing off the walls, and Robin is confused. And that's where she she's met up by Margot, who's Ruby D. She's like, yeah. well, "What the hell's what the hell's wrong with that kid?" Yeah, he's and doing she, backflips. He's never yeah. done that before. She she's convinced he's on a sugar rush because she gave him a few, a few the, slurps of her, her ice cream ice, of her ice cream from the Baskin, the and, Baskin the and the Robins. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's he's swinging around on a rope and doing backflips because it's yeah. a sugar rush. Okay. Yep. Um, He's yeah. not Cornholio. He's yeah. not going to go into a completely different identity. He's not going to go into a trance. Yeah. <laughs> pull his shirt over yeah. his head. Um, <laughs> Carrie and Dan walk outside, and Carrie knows something is up. She's Later at night, she's suspicious as hell, and Sly tells her to shut her trap. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's going to be a problem. Yeah. How? How uh, is she going to... What, what are you... It's not like you're trying to accomplish something while you're here, and like she's yeah. going to be an obstacle. Yeah, exactly. The other babies, so back at Kendra's place, the other babies are wondering why Sly is crying. And Wit says he ain't Sly and he got snatched by two street toughs. <laughs> Wit is wondering what the place he's at is. Brown Noser Basil, Basil, Twins Basil, Twins Basil, uh, um, tells him this is excellent news. Wit was given to the Bobbins and Sly was raised in the lab to test the Kinder method. Now Wit is in her possession. She can get Sly and have a cross-evaluation to prove the effectiveness of the method. Hmm. The other babies tell Basil to shut... To the other babies tell Basil to clam up. Heap is looking... Dr. Heap is looking at the brain evaluation of Sly and notices something is amiss. He calls over Dr. Kender, who quickly sees what Heap is pointing out. Junior miss. Yes. Um, they, snatched, they snatched Wit. She is incensed after she calls for Sly, and then she calls out for Wit, and he answers. Is that what? Mm-hmm. She then realizes she can perform a cross-evaluation, and she quickly calls for everyone to get raises. She decides she must visit the Bobbins in order to take Sly. One of the babies starts swaying back and forth, groaning in a trance. Oh, yeah. Wit wonders what the issue is. The other babies inform him she's crossing over, and she's going to start learning adult speak and language. Which, if you remember through all of this mess, means she's losing her baby language and knowledge abilities. Yeah, she's going to be talking like a normal person. Exactly. Which, the cutoff age for, for crossing over is three, but by that time, babies are talking anyway. Exactly. Uh, wasn't it two? It was like two or three. I can't remember. E- either way, it was yeah. an age to where babies are already, like, they're already toddlers and talking at that yeah, point. exactly. Like English, like a quote-unquote adult speak. Mm-hmm. Um, Kinder shows up at the Bobbins residence as they are about to leave to meet with the loan officer. She feigns interest in the daycare, and she's really there to get Sly, who the Bobbins think is wit. Sly tells Peter, oops. <laughs> so up to this point, I had placeholders because I couldn't remember the character names. So, <laughs> so Kim, Kim could try, So Robin was Kim, yeah. and Dan was Peter, and I got... All I got all the names out of there except one, sir, them, except one, except one dwigged, except one dwigged. Um, Searcher in place doesn't work for misspelled words, yeah. so it left one dwigged. Oops. Um, so Sly tells Dan, who is the dad, yes. not to listen. Hello, and, I'm Daddy Dan. Yeah, Daddy Dan, <laughs> Daddy Derek. Daddy. Uh, oy, inside joke. Oy. We might do Cool Cat one oh, of these we'll days. We'll make it completely outside. Yeah. Um, Sly tells, so Sly tugs on Dan and tells him not to listen, and Kendra leaves empty-handed. The Bobbins leave, and they entrust Dickie to watch the kids. 
Kinder sends two of her men into the daycare to get Sly, but he bests the both of them by sending a ski into their crotches. So that's the that's the part with Sam McMurray and Jim Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember Sam I, McMurray. I, I don't I remember Jim Hanks. I believe you didn't at least think his voice was familiar. I'm going to Because be, he sounds like Tom Hanks. I was so disengaged. Like, so disengaged. I'm, like, going back and forth between my phone, looking at the screen, uh, pressing on the PlayStation controller to see how much longer the mm-hmm. movie has. I swear to you, I did not even notice that that was yeah. Jim Hanks. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Kinder sees the failure of their of her two uh, her two guys and decides they have to dismantle everything in the lab and move the babies. The baby geniuses see everything going on and realize they're being moved in to Liechtenstein. To Liechtenstein. Funny to say. Yeah. Which they say Liechtenstein, and then people keep going Liechtenstein, and then Liechtenstein. Well, they're communicating. They're like, they're taking the babies to Liechtenstein. They're taking the babies to Liechtenstein. Yeah. It's like, well, which way is it? Yeah. Which way? It's like, well, it's either this. Basil or Basil. It's either this or either this. Yeah, it's either this or either this. The, the English language is is stupid. Eth. Except we need to go back to our baby cuneiform. Yeah, ex- except Liechtenstein is German. Uh, yeah. Anyway, who cares? <laughs> the baby geniuses see everything going on and realize they are being moved, and Kinder isn't going to bring Wit back to his parents. This upsets them, and all the babies, including brown-nosing Basil, are ready to take down Kinder. Yeah, that seemed like a quick change. Oh, well, he's a baby. Yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, Back at the daycare, Sly gets a brain message from Wit telling him what Kinder is up to. Sly jumps up and lets the daycare babies <coughs> know what's up, and they have to do something. Those babies wonder what, and Sly says to follow his lead. We then get a montage of Sly and Wit trying to train the other babies. How does Wit, what would Wit know about training? Doesn't. Yeah. Well, Sly's like, he's either Sly or Wit, I can't remember, but they're like, what are adults afraid of most of babies? And my first thought was, Nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe one of those babies being the son of Satan. In terms That's of the only in thing. Terms, in, in, ter- in regards to babies. In regards to babies. <laughs> is the name of my album that's coming out. <laughs> it, will, it will be a nice pairing to the exorcism of Dom DeLuise, yeah. my autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in regards to babies, the only thing that makes adults fearful especially their parents, is if the baby is in poor health. It has nothing to do with physical threat <laughs> to, to, to adults. It, is, yeah. it, it has to do with, like, if the baby is hurt yeah. or if they're sick. or It's it's not anything the baby can do to the adult. Yeah. It's what can happen to the baby to hurt yeah. the baby. Well, and ultimately, either whoever said it, Wit or whatever, uh, Wit or Sylvester, uh-huh. was like, they're scared of all that we know. Like, babies don't know shit. They don't know you know all that you know. Yeah, exactly. The only people who know that you know all that you know are the people within this laboratory. Baby Co. Yeah, exactly. And Peter McNichol. Exactly. He's got a hunch. Exactly. He's a Vigo. Yeah. So that's what he just broke out into that too. Yeah, He's having a lot of outbursts that they're not cutting. (laughs) They're not cutting. Um, So Sly Sly and Co. (laughs) Because they realize they got to use their smarts. Sly and Co. hypnotize sleeping Dom DeLuise and unknowingly a snooping Dickie into commandeering the daycare bus and taking them to Baby Co. to stop What's-Her-Name. Yeah. Um, I forgot her name at this point, and it's Dr. Kinder, so I just, but yeah. I just kept What's-Her-Name. And also, I don't know how they secured those um, car seats that were on the bus. 
They're already there. Who cares? <laughs> they, yeah, it was a bus made specifically for car seats. Um, they probably attached them. You know, they probably retrofitted the bus Whatever. to. Yeah. yeah. Um, this involves telling Dom to stick out his tongue, wiggle. So they're hypnotizing. Involves yeah. Dom DeLuise to stick out his tongue, wiggle it, pick his nose, and all the while Dicky does it too, and it's supposed to be funny. Yes. Needless to say, it misses the mark. Margot goes in to see Dick Meat picking his nose and tells him it ain't oh, listening. Oh, Ruby D. Ruby D, yeah, Who's Margo. the best part of this movie? Yeah, she is. She sees Dick Meat picking his nose and tells him it ain't his lunch break, which is actually genuinely that's, that kind is of, that's a funny, funny line. There um, is an exchange, too, when he appropriates Indian culture to where he's talking about, like, um, <coughs> excuse me, I need to get more water, where he's talking about, like, doing chants and stuff like that and how it's good for something. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, I was doing chants since before you were born. He's like, you were doing chants since before Budo was born. She's like, that's pretty good, Dickie. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so uh, he, she she tells him to help Dom DeLuise load up the babies to take them home. Kinder and Heap continue to frantically pack up the facility. Sly sets out, but Carrie stays back. The Bobbins get back home with the great news they got the loan. Their joy is put on hold when they get call after call that people's babies aren't home yet. No, they said we got the loan, and they said we're waiting to hear back tomorrow. I'm like, so you didn't get the loan. Oh. Not yet. Well, so you're still waiting to hear back. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> we then get a shot of a bus driving down the road and the babies slurring their way through army marching chants. <laughs> you can understand the first line of the chant, but then everything becomes incoherent. Yep. Uh, Dan calls the bus, and Dom picks up like normal, but when asked where they are, he becomes entranced. He and Ricky Dicky start talking like <laughs> robots, saying they have Ricky Dicky Davi. <laughs> Ricky Dicky Dick Meat. Uh, Ringy Dingy Heights. <laughs> Go back and listen to The Master of Disguise. Yes, most popular episode. Yes. Uh, and uh, Dom and Ricky Dicky start talking like robots, saying they have errands to run at Baby Co. After hanging up, Dan tells Robin and Margot what Dom said. They're all right. Yeah, everything's all right. Yeah. And said how they sound like robots. Carrie gets his attention and drags him and Robin over to her potty training toilet. She lifts the lid and points to the Baby Co. logo. She then grabs her dad's face and tells him the sitch with Stick sly... your face in there. Yes, yeah, smell what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> she then grabs his, her dad's face and tells him the sitch with Sly, Wit, and Dr. Kinder's experiment and how she's moving it to Lichtenstein. Yeah. Um, he understands every word and he grabs his confused wife and they race out the door. Kinder tells Heap how much trouble they could be in if they are found out, and he tells everyone to pick up the pace. In the car, Dan calls 911, but he sounds like a lunatic. They hang yeah. up on him. Robin calls and makes a bomb threat on the Baby Co. building. Which is illegal. Which is a federal offense. Yeah. At Baby Co., we see the bus parked outside with Dom, Dickie, with Dom and Dickie going on about the magnificent Sly and the Bobbins babies. Then they each give a raspberry. Dom and Dickie. supposed to be funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dom and Dickie sounds like. It would have been Dom Dom DeLuise's comedy duo on the Smothers Brothers. Exactly. With Dick Clark or Dick Cavett. Either or one. Dick Grayson. Or Richard Burton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and he's the straight man. <clears throat> Dom DeLuise is like the, the, the Lou Costello. Yeah. <laughs> Inside Baby Coat, Kinder is walking through the lobby and sees her guards standing at attention. She says, WTF? And they give the same response as Dom and Dickie. She hears Sly say, what's up, Doc? She looks to see Sly staring her down and talking mad shit. The cops start making their way to Baby Co. Sly drives off in an ATV and tells the kids to get in their places. In the control room, Sly, Sly finds the control room, Sly starts controlling the large animatronics. 
Kinder is on the phone calling for a helicopter. Then the lights go out. She calls out to Sly, and he starts sicking the animatronics on the adults. Mm -hmm. The Kinder babies escape as the seven-foot giant baby starts attacking the guards. An alien shoots lasers at Kinder and Heap. A Santa and his elves break glass over other sets of guards, and a clown threatens others with a drill. That wasn't an animatronic. Nope, that was a real <laughs> psychopath. It's a, a, a real clown that made his way in there. Uh, <laughs> I've been hiding here for weeks. <laughs> Heap is trapped on a roller coaster, and Sly does an Austin Powers impression. Oh, yeah. The stunt doubles are all little people and tiny actors. He's like, shagadelic, baby. Yeah, he's like, oh, behave. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the stu- yeah, so the stunt doubles in these scenes are all little people and tiny actors. Mm-hmm. One instance shows an adult gymnast doing backflips and kicking people in a fountain. Then cut back, and it's a little girl baby giggling and crawling away. Another involves three babies swinging off of a giant cliff. And it's little people from a distance. <laughs> then they slowly and awkwardly swing into frame and pose onto a green screen. And to cap it all off, the baby's heads, whose faces are snarling and sneering, are poorly edited onto the little people's bodies. <laughs> this is maddening. Yes. Wit gives props to the babies. And as the coaster goes by, Basil tells Chris, oops, I had another one I missed. Basil tells Heap <laughs> not to mess with the sly man. Wit looks to where the security cam is and has a moment with Sly. Just then, Kinder bags and tags Wit, and Sly watches on helplessly. Sly slowly walks bags out. Bags and tags. <laughs> like a dang deer. Yes. Sly slowly walks out to the other babies, and one of the babies says she knew he'd come back for her. He says, every time, kid. As the yeah, ba- what's their relationship? I don't know. As the babies come to console him, he says he feels funny. The bobbins show up and find Sly. Basil tells him Kinder is up on the roof, and they book it up to the helipad. They try to stop Kinder. She tries to escape with Wit. Dan hops on the rope ladder Kinder is climbing on, and he and he gets kicked off and falls in slow motion in a Dutch tilt shot. Randomly, oh, yeah, yeah. Then Kim, then Kim. Then Robin starts to pull on Kinder to drag her off the ladder again in a random Dutch tilt shot. The cops show up and swarm the room. Swarm the room. Dr. Kinder. The cops show up and swarm the roof as Kinder is pulled off. Because her leg was attached to yeah. a, a gargoyle. And it dropped her. It's like in Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robin is on top of her and is cocking her fist back and saying she doesn't want to hurt her aunt or hit her aunt. Kinder says, well, Kinder says, we're not related, stupid. And, uh, and I admit, I totally miss editing these. And Robin, so I'm getting caught up because it says Kim. Yeah. And Robin <laughs> says, thank God, and tags her in the mush. Yeah, because Robin is adopted yeah. herself. Exactly. She didn't uh, adopt herself. She is adopted. <laughs> I'm adopting herself. myself. Yeah, it's a, Forget emancipation. A, yeah, I'm adopting say, myself. Like that, that's basically emancipation. Yeah. yeah. The cops take Kinder away, and Wit is returned to the bobbins. Robin goes to check on Dan, who's recovering by a dumpster. <laughs> Who puts a dumpster on a roof? Right, exactly. How are you going to get to it? Yeah. Um, a t- it's true. Oh, my God. I didn't um, even think about that. Wit goes over to Sly, who was helped on the <laughs> roof by other babies. Wit asks if Sly's crossing over. Sly says that's a big 10-4, and Wit says, yeah, he's feeling funny, too. Which, that's okay. They're saying it like this is a bad thing. It's like, no, you're going to live a normal well, yeah, life. That's okay. They won't know the answers to the universe, but they can have loving parents. Yeah. Robin sees their connection and is touched. Fade to Dan waking up on the deck of the daycare. Robin sees him coming too, and he starts rehashing all the events he remembers from the last 20 minutes of the movie. 
Just then, Margot, Dom DeLuise, and Dickie, dressed like a regular person, bring Wit, Carrie, and Sly up to their parents. The kids give them hugs, and he asks Sly the secrets of the universe. Kent Robin tells him no dice. Sly and Wit have crossed over. He, realize, he realizes Carrie hasn't, because she's only 18 months. That's correct. That's, uh, that's right. Uh, yeah. But she won't tell him. He says that's okay, because he found, it in his, he found the secrets of the universe in his loving brood. We then get That's the characters nice. laughing and hugging as a Randy Travis song plays over it and an ending montage of the babies of the movie being cute. And I'm pissed because I felt a little tug at my heart for a genuinely sweet moment in the, at the end of a ridiculous movie. I have so no that, problem. So that's what I was referencing earlier oh, okay. when I said I'll tell you at the end because I actually felt a little something at the end with the accompaniment of the song. And I hated it because I was like, this movie has been shit and it's ridiculous. Don't make me feel something. I felt absolutely zero. Which is good. Of anything yeah, watching yeah, that's that. that's good. Because the montage, if the montage were competently... Like, if they were trying to retell the story of a particular, maybe it's like, here's mm-hmm. not like the the family is all together now. Yeah. Here is how they had to build this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, say you did this for two people, two individuals who are now like in love, who are friends. Mm-hmm. The montage is showing how they got there. And you show funny scenes from the movie that showed all the mm-hmm. hurdles they had to jump yeah. through. Maybe like... Like in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, yeah. when Neil Page is, is on the train mm-hmm. that is so expertly crafted because it's showing how he met Del Griffith and how like how they built that relationship. And he's like, it cuts to him laughing mm-hmm. at moments that were silly and kind of like oh, cringing at, at and other moments. And being shameful at being at having his ass yeah, handed they to even, him by Del. Yeah, they even show the tough stuff. Mm-hmm. This was a rant. They had a timeline of clips. Mm-hmm. This is probably not done digitally. They probably edited it the traditional way, maybe. Um, But they had all these clips, and they're like, well, we have this Randy Travis song. Mm -hmm. It's in the movie. We owe it to him to play it in its entirety. So we're just going to put a bunch of random clips from the movie together in a montage for some reason. It doesn't illustrate how they got to this loving ending. Mm -hmm. Like It's just a bunch of random clips put together with this heartwarming song and I'm like this there's such a disconnect between these two things that I feel nothing for this. I think I wasn't more so talking about the montage. I mainly was referencing yeah. just the ending, the idea of you know, Peter McNichol yeah. saying the secret to the universe. I don't need Oh any, yeah. The, that to, is to very me, nice. Is the yeah. loving family, not just with his adoptive sons and his and his daughter, but also the people who work at the daycare. And yeah. that Randy Travis song was fine in accompaniment to that. Yeah. I turn off the movie during the montage because okay. so like this is dumb. That is understandable. Yeah, like because it is it is very sweet. Just in the idea of like this family mm-hmm. is fully formed and together, and Sly gets to live a better life with his brother mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was kind of the same thing when he's he's Peter McNichol has the video camera towards the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. and he's filming his daughter and Wit and uh and the daughter says, you know, dada and mm-hmm. mama. Like I got I, I kind of got chills during that part because I was putting myself in a position of someone who is a parent mm-hmm. and how huge a milestone and mm-hmm. moment that is. But other than that, everything else was they did god it. awful. Well, they did it because they felt bad for him and they were throwing no, him I a know. bone and they were like, but, "Well, I, I, for my first words, I'm going to recite the Gettysburg Address." No, I'm it, not. I'm not. I'm like. I'm not um, disregarding your feelings. Right. That. I totally get it. But with coming back to it, it's. I'm like, you didn't it, feel it, anything it, for that, that because that, that's nice. And all, yeah. 
Because it really in the real life scenario yeah. that really is, and that's where you were putting your headspace. It was their reactions that did it, which for me. which which was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes down to it, the kids were just doing that because they yeah. felt sorry. Oh, for Oh well, yeah. But just the reactions of they said dad. Yeah. They said dad. They said dad, and then they come down. And they said they said mama. Yeah. It's just that mm-hmm. was not just putting myself of someone who's a parent. Yeah. Oh yeah, but for sure. Other than that, this movie is complete dog shit. Yeah. And those are the only things. That are relatively good about it. Christopher Lloyd is fine. Kathleen Turner is fine. Ruby D yeah. is great because she's Ruby D. Yeah. Other than that, I kind of wish the Dom DeLuise role would have been played by Ozzy Davis. Yeah. That way they're like, because they are married in real life. Yeah. And they they have that dynamic kind of like one you knucklehead. One sort thing, of thing. The first the first when you first see Dom DeLuise character and Ruby D, they they kiss each other on the lips, which I thought was really great. Mm, yeah, um, baby. Like just as you know, just. <laughs> As friends. It's just friendly. It's just, yeah. you know, they're working together. But I was like, you know what? I am for Dom DeLuise and Ruby D being a couple on yes. this movie. Anyway, that didn't happen. And anyway, this movie sucks. Yeah. So we're going to finish it right here. That's it. I already said what I liked about exactly. it. Exactly. But thank you for sticking in there, sticking with us. Yeah. Hopefully you found some enjoyment in yeah. our pain, and like always. Yeah. And I randomly inserted the fact that we have gigantic news that's going to be huge for this show. Uh, I will periodically leave. It's in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. It's happening to us, and it's going to be for one of our episode releases. Mm-hmm. And on social media, I will slowly unravel what it's going to be. I'm mm-hmm. not going to announce it here. Might announce it for next week. Maybe. Or on next week's show. We'll see. Yeah. Until then, the house lights are up. The film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time. <laughs>